Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll find a judgment-free zone to help you free yourself from overthinking and the fear of doing things the wrong way. It's time to shed yourself of the mom guilt, procrastination, and perfectionism so you can start doing the things that you really want to do with your money instead of just working to pay bills. I'm Ashley Patrick, ex-detective turned debt-free CEO of my very own business and stay-at-home mom of three. Not too long ago, my dreams of staying at home with my kids seemed impossible. I thought I'd have to stay miserable in a high stress and demanding job just so I could retire someday. After gaining the confidence in my own ability to manage my family's finances and a simple step-by-step plan to make it happen, I was able to pay off $45,000 in just 17 months, which then allowed me to finally quit my job, stay at home with my kids, and build a debt-free business. Now my mission is to help moms like you conquer debt and free themselves from the mental load of handling their family's finances. If you're ready to shed the guilt and shame surrounding your past money mistakes and tackle your debt, this is the place for you. Let's get started. It's Ashley with Budgets Made Easy and the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm a little behind on getting episodes out there as you might still be able to hear. I'm a little stuffy. We've had this summer cold going through our house for the past uh, week and a half, two weeks. So I, of course, got behind on recording and uploading um, the new episodes for this week. So Um, One of the things that I have really been thinking about and deep diving into is what, what is the legacy that I want to leave my children? Something that they can be proud of. What does that look like? And what does that mean? Not just in terms of finance. So I want to talk today about what that means, what it looks like, and what you can start to do to start moving in the right direction to get you to where you want to be. But before we dive into that, I do want to let you know that next week, July 13th through 20th, we will have the Debt to Wealth Bundle open for sale. Uh, It is 22 contributors now. almost $2,000 worth of uh, products, like actual retail value in this bundle for just $97. So I will have the link below, but it is a limited time. Uh, It's there to help you pay off debt, manage your money better, make more money, not just side hustling, but increasing your current job salary. So ways to negotiate your salary. Love that and also investing. So as I've been putting this bundle together and like really working on how I want to present it to you guys, this thought keeps popping in my head of building a legacy that your children can be proud of. And that is kind of the driving force behind this bundle. And what has made me start thinking about like, what does that look like? And what does that look like for us? Not just in terms of finances, right? So um, if you're interested in that bundle, be sure to go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash debt to wealth bundle. The link is also in the show notes, but um, it's only open for that for the week, July 13th through 20, 2023. So if you're listening to this afterwards, just come join the free Budgets Made Easy with Ashley community on Facebook to uh, see if when I do a bundle again. So this bundle is only available with these products in it 
this week. Like that's it. So if I do another bundle similar to this, it, it would be different products, right? It may include some of the same, but overall it'll be a different bundle. Um, so as I've been diving into this bundle and going through all the contributions, all the products that people have graciously let me include in this bundle for you, uh, which is a lot, obviously. So right now we're at 22 and there might be um, even more, a few last minute people that jump in. So, so right now we have 22 products uh, in this bundle to help you manage your money better, build wealth and make more money which helps you do the other two things, right? So let's talk about what leaving a legacy that your children can be proud of. What does that really mean? Because, you know, when I am working with people like you, we always talk about your why. Like, why does this matter? Or why do you want to manage your finances better? And it can't be as simple as you want to stress less about money. You want to quit overdrafting your account. Um, that is, um, obviously a good immediate thing to focus on, but it's not a long-term goal that is going to keep you motivated to keep pushing and keep going. Right. Um, even I will, I want to retire. That is a good goal, but let's dive deeper into what that actually means. Because when we say we want to retire, it's always someday. Like it's not a timely goal for the most part. Even the people that I work with that are close to retirement, like they're already in their 60s and they have nothing saved and they're talking about retirement, they're still not, it's still not like an immediate goal that they, that is motivating enough to keep them doing what they need to do so that they can retire. And the reality of the situation is if you don't do a lot of these things to get your finances together and to um, save so that you can retire comfortably, um, it's going to be really hard because I can tell you from experience that you can't live on social security. Like unless you live in a very, very low cost of living area, or you bought your house 30 years ago and you've paid it off, even then you might struggle with paying the property taxes on it, um, especially if it's gone way up in value. Um, it's going to be very difficult for you to live, really. I mean, that's what it boils down to. You're, it's going to be very hard to live off Social Security, which means you're either going to have to get government assistance um, possibly live with your children, live with family, um, and even end up homeless. Like that is a situation that could happen. And probably well, I'm sure it has happened to some people that, um, don't have money saved for retirement or don't have a plan, uh, for what to do when you just can't work anymore. Because I hear a lot of people, well, I'll just work forever. I'll just work till I die. Well, the reality of the situation is, is that you that may not even be an option for you. Um, a huge percentage of people, um, actually majority of people, end up having to go on disability before uh, they actually retire. So you may not be able to just work until you die. And that's not really like who, how is that a motivating goal to get your finances together? If you've just um, resigned yourself to the fact that you're just going to work forever, right? Like that is not motivating. That's not going to motivate you to do the things you need to do to save and 
and save for retirement, pay off debt, all of those things. Cause it's like, why does it matter? I'm going to die with all of this anyway. Right. So you really do need a bigger goal and a bigger mission, a bigger vision for your life and what your life is going to mean after you're gone. And so what do you want to do for your children, for your grandchildren? How do you want them to remember you? How do you want the world to remember you? How, um, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? And it could just be, you know, how you treat other people. It could be that, um, you know, financially that you are able to leave them without, it doesn't even have to be like, leave them an inheritance, which I know a lot of people want to do. Um, I mean, I want to do that, right? I want to leave something for my children. Um, but that's not the bigger goal, right? I want to leave them in such a way that they don't have to worry about what bills to pay, um, what debt is out there, what to do with my belongings in the house and where the investments are, where the retirement accounts are, all of that stuff. Um, I want to be able to leave my children a nice little package uh, with you know, some people even call it a legacy box, um, a emergency file, (laughs) file box, whatever you want to call it, um, with everything together. And that in a big way is the legacy that I want to leave, of course. And that's on like the financial, logical, practical side of things. Of course, on the bigger side of things, I want my children to remember me in such a way that they don't think of the times that I lost my temper and they remember the good times, that there's more good times than bad times and that I built multiple businesses, that I was successful in business, that um, I was able to help a lot of people in all of my career. So even in this career, I'm helping people in my previous career. I helped a lot of people too, um, that I was a teacher, even though I'm not like technically, um, you know, a quote, a school teacher, I've been a teacher since college. I've been a tutor. I have, I was a teacher as a police officer. I taught other officers. I taught, um, the public how to defend themselves. I taught other women. I taught seniors. Like I've been a teacher for the majority of my life. Um, And I want them to remember that as well. I don't want them to think of me as a burden or that, you know, once I'm gone, they have to clean up all my messes, right? Like that's not the legacy that I want to leave. And that all goes together with the finances and how you're handling things. And the sooner you can start um, focusing on just getting things kind of organized and together, the better off and the easier it will be for them. And that's, um, a gift. I mean, it truly is because most people don't do that, but I can tell you from my own experience, what I've seen in numerous families, when the person that, um, typically is older grandparent passes away and they had all their affairs together, everybody knew, who is getting what, where everything was, it's all organized together. Um, 
it just makes the whole process easier. It, it makes the grieving process a little bit easier. Um, there isn't a lot of infighting in the family as much versus when everything's a mess, nobody knows what to do. No and people, then they start fighting over whose is what and thinks that, oh, they're taking advantage. Uh, they're taking everything. It's just, it's a lot to deal with when you're already dealing with the grief of losing somebody that you love that's been in your life, your entire life. Um, when you can make that easier for your family, it helps everybody. And so when we get our finances together, um, you can make that transition a little bit easier and leave a legacy as a good example of um, for your children or grandchildren of what they should do, you know, how they should maybe handle their affairs in the future, things like that. Of course, it doesn't resonate with everybody. Some kids are just stubborn and hard-headed and rebels. Um, and they, you know, they have to make their own mistakes. They don't learn from other people's experiences as much. Um, and when you have more than one kid, uh, it's very likely that you have a mix of personalities, right? But the easier you can make that, the better off that they will be. And they they don't have to fight with each other about what to do and where stuff is and who gets what they can just grieve and they can support each other. And the uh, more you can do to help facilitate that beforehand, the better, right? So I want you to really think about what is the legacy that you want to leave behind for your children and your grandchildren? And what do you need to do to start moving in that direction this month? So what do you need to start doing, whether it's um, getting your budget together, creating a budget for your next couple of paychecks through July and August? Um, what do you need to plan for for the rest of the year? Like we're already halfway through the year um, at the time of this recording is the beginning of July. Like what does the rest of the year look like? And what can you do to start preparing and just getting more organized, um, making sure that you're... Um, Wishes are written down, preferably in legal documents, depending on where you live, what state, what country, um, you know, will contact an attorney, uh, make sure that, uh, that you have things in order and in place so that everybody knows what your wishes are. And um, a will, if you're in the United States, depending on where you're at, is not as expensive as people think it is. And of course, it depends on you know, all the details of it, of course, but I was actually surprised that it was a little bit cheaper than I had expected. So the sooner you do that, the better. And then of course you can always change things later. Like I've changed mine several times and I'm only, now I'm like 38 and I need to change it again. I just haven't got it done yet. Um, but it, it does make it easier, um, like to just make updates here and there. Like it's super easy. It's not a big deal. So the sooner that you get everything kind of laid out, and then if you need to change things later, that's fine. But the sooner you can get it kind of together, uh, the better and let people know what the plan is, where the documents are, which lawyer's office it is, uh, things like that, the better off everything will be. So those are my thoughts for now. I've been thinking about what kind of legacy I'm leaving for my children, um, you know, what kind of parent I want to be as they're getting older, 
you know, my oldest uh, right now is 12 and a half. And I, I'm just thinking about how many summers we have left and have I, have I done enough so far um, to imprint on her the kind of mother that I want to be and how that's going to look for her looking back and things like that. So that's just kind of like where my mind is right now and how I've been thinking about things because, you know, I also have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And so I can kind of, I still, I still have time with the younger one to kind of course correct with some of the mistakes I've made with my oldest. Uh, I think that as parents, those of you that have more one can kind of resonate with that. It's like, okay, what do I want to do differently? And that's probably why the baby of the family always gets a bad rap because by the time the parents are around to raising them, they have practice. <laughs> they've, they've been around the block a time or two, so they have a little bit better. They're also older. So, you know, I'm an older parent now and I, so I have more patience. I've done a lot of work on myself and my mindset and all of those things too. So it's just a big combination of changing how I parent from when my first one was five versus my last one, who's five now. So it's been kind of fun uh, to kind of work through that and kind of start to think about our family vision and um, you know, how our children are interacting with each other. It's just been awesome this past week. My, um, the two oldest girls have been, oh man, they've been getting along so good. And I don't want to jinx it. So knock on wood here. Um, they've been in, like saying they're each other's best friends. And it's just like, as a parent, I'm sure you can understand that that's like just melts my heart. I don't know how long it'll last. Like next week they may hate each other. Um, but you know, just kind of like building that atmosphere in our house of love, unconditional love, acceptance, um, and not expecting like perfection, kind of, um, being forgiving of other people's, um, mistakes and just being patient with each other, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but, and not just like, first reactions, anger. Right. And so, um, something that we've definitely been working on as parents and seeing that, uh, kind of resonate in how our children treat each other as well has been really awesome this past week. So we'll see how long that lasts. Let me know, send me a message on Instagram. Like what is the legacy that you want to leave your family. And even if you don't have kids, it could just be the legacy that you want to leave the world. Like, do you want to um, be remembered as somebody that left the world a better place? Um, do you do things with the community? Like, what can you do to just help better the world, the community, um, your community, and what that looks like for you? So let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at Budgets Made Easy. And next week will be a debt payoff series that I'm doing. Um, where I'm going to talk about paying off debt, sharing some debt stories, because I haven't done that in a while. And I really love hearing other people's stories. So I'm going to try and get that in some debt tips. So make sure you're following along either on YouTube or your favorite podcast player if you're listening, because we've got a whole paying off debt series and more uh, events, live events and trainings and things coming next week. And so make sure you are following along, follow me on Instagram so you don't miss anything. And I will talk to you soon.